Yes, let's give uh, testimonies and praise God. Who would like to go first? Brother Vivek, I'd like to give my testimony. Oh, praise God. I just want to thank God for his favor upon my life. I always say I'm a favorite son. And when it, it, there is no reason to doubt that every single day of my life, Absolutely. for the kind of love and uh, his grace that he bestows upon me every single day, I thank my and praise my God for that. So I've been blessed with um, a new job opportunity where I'll be growing in the, the profile that I've been working on. And it will be moving from state level to national level. In, in a marketing capacity of working as a marketing manager. And um, that's a new role I'll be taking on and starting next week. So I'd like to thank and praise my God for, for all his favor on my life. The second one is more of a testimony of uh, prayer, applying what we are learning in our Bible study sessions here every Friday and, and through all the reflections that we do in our morning prayers and through Brother Savio's reflections. So this was more of something that I've seen on the job where as part of our job, we have um, this, the period of March and April is a recruitment period for us, for our company, uh, where we, we basically deliver a training program and education program, and we recruit doctors onto that program. And um, one of those pathways is particularly challenging where we've always struggled in the last four or five years to get enough number of doctors. Two years ago, uh, sorry, I think there are a few voices around. Give me a second. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So a couple of, two years ago, we, our team, like we've got different teams all across the country and our particular team here in Southeast Queensland were bottom of that table, the, the well, lowest performing team. And this year we were faced with, last year we did a little better than that. This year we were faced with a challenge where Nationally, the numbers were expected to drop all across. And I made a prayer, a prayer of agreement with the Holy Spirit, basically um, identifying myself seated in position with Jesus. And I declared a complete filling of all those recruitment positions in faith. Although physically we couldn't see the ways by which it could be met, I still declared it in faith and held on to it. And then at the end of our phase, which ended a couple of weeks ago, we just got the results earlier this week. Nationally, the numbers were still low as we expected. There was only one territory or region that actually fulfilled. They not only fulfilled their numbers, but exceeded their numbers. And that happened to be our territory, which were two years ago, we were the lowest performing ones. So I just like to give all glory and praise and honor. And just, just to draw your attention to the fact that if we are not declaring things over our life, over our relationships, over our workplace, over our family, it's like literally money that is provided to you on the table and you're not picking it up. I use that example to teach my daughter as well. The same thing I said, if we are not declaring things over our life, how do we expect them to even come to us when we're not asking for it? God says you have not because you ask not. You refer to the book of James. We probably do that again as a reflection in uh, one of these days in our morning uh, encounter with the Lord. But that's just something that's so important. And if we aren't using that in our prayer life, these kind of keys, which can actually draw that abundance to you, where we're leaving things there and we're missing out. And then no wonder we're struggling and saying, God, where are you? And he says, I gave you the authority. I gave you the word. Speak it in that authority and you will see it happen. 
praise and thank my God for that learning and to be able to apply that and use it as a testimony here. And hopefully that is blessing someone today who is wondering, what do I do next? Brother or sister, this is that message that you've been waiting for. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I think it's, uh, there's a lot of learning there because uh, you have to speak and declare. And what I like from Brother Russell and what I learned from him is that he's the favorite son of the most our father. So he's got God's eternal favor upon him. I want you to speak God's eternal favor upon your life and say God's eternal favor is upon me. I'm the favorite child of God and his favor rests upon me. Your name, your spouse, your children and your family and name them and say the favor rests upon me. God's favor is when its favor comes upon you, it just overtakes you. And that's what we are talking about. When we serve God, uh, you know, Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2 comes in, the blessing starts overtaking you. So start saying that the favor of God is upon me and my family. Also, we learned last last teaching was about the proclamation. I'm sure so many people were blessed in that teaching. How many of you applied it, I'd, uh, given a homework actually, to start heralding your your entire, you know, prayer using Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11. And uh, if anyone was blessed because of that and your faith life changed, because it's not easy to speak and proclaim unless and until you are in that aura or that anointing of the Holy Spirit where you're speaking God's word and believing a miracle will happen. Even the physical does not change. You know, spiritually, it's already moved. So anyone who'd like to testify, please, because every testimony today is going to bless someone else. So let's not be quiet and say, Lord, why do I testify? This is not for you. This is not for you. It is for somebody else. So yes, please testify. Thank you. Praise the Lord, brother. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit, for this wonderful group. And thank you, Jesus, for all your teachings and miracles and testimonies, especially Brother Russell's testimony. Wonderful. And especially the morning encounter with the Lord. And uh, also for Brother Sabi's morning reflections. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And um, I spoke to a senior citizen who is part of the choir at her parish. And she was quite sad and tearful due to some news she had received. And I listened for a while. Then I asked if I could pray. And firstly, I cancelled all the negative thoughts in her and cast them out into the lake of fire and of sulfur, never to return in Jesus' name. And I used 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. We fight with weapons that are different from those the world uses. Our weapons have power from God that can destroy the enemy's strong places. Yes. We destroy people's arguments and every proud thing that raises itself against the knowledge of God. We capture every thought and make it give up and obey Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Then I said a prayer to cover her and her entire family with the precious blood of Jesus. But I still heard her sobbing. So I asked her, would you please sing your favorite song for Jesus as he loves you so much? And immediately, without pause, she began singing. And we continued praising God for at least 15 minutes. And she was completely at peace. And I then remembered Isaiah 61.3, which is part of the chapter used for deliverance. To give them a garland instead of ashes, oil of gladness instead of mourning, 
the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. So thank you, Jesus. All praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And I personally feel Isaiah 55, 10 and 11, the declarations I've been making each morning help me to um, just know what to say at that moment. So all praise and glory to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Enough. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. The Lord. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Russell, can you put up those scriptures which are coming through testimonies? They could be someone who would be blessed. So I think that's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. And Isaiah 55, 10, 11. Yes, thank you. Yes, uh, we also pray for Sister Jane today. Uh, she lost her mother. Pray that her mother's soul rests in peace. She's one of the very strong warriors who helps us. So I guess, Russell, you'll have to take over to at least put scriptures down so that people are blessed with the scriptures of today's teaching and the testimony. So yes, who would like to go ahead and testify? Please do not shy away from testimony time because this is your time to bless someone else and also to thank God for what's happened in your life. So don't shy away. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Marina, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. If somebody else wanted to talk. No, but it's okay. You can. I'll, I'll do it next. Yeah, okay. Marina, you can go first. Okay. Yes, I want to thank my Lord this Easter, especially for his resurrection in my life from the tomb of darkness, fear, loneliness that I was in. I say for we are blessed because of him. In John 20 to 29, he has said, blessed are those who have not seen him and yet believe. It has been just a couple of months that I have joined his brain family. And I feel we are so powerfully blessed. I also want to thank Brother Russell, Savio, Janelle for being my prayer partners at various times. Thank you, Jesus. And yes, faith, belief, and hearing his word daily has made me at mass or the morning encounter, the reflections, or even the praise and worship on Fridays has only made me stronger. I've seen my Lord actually guiding my path because I've seen that today with patience and kindness and everything that I prayed for is unfolding in my life. For example, even with my business partner, there have been times of, you know, we have had arguments, we have not been at the same agreement. Um, but today, when I see him, he even, there was an incident where I wanted to open a company uh, since several years now. But he, for whatever reasons, he would never agree to something like that. Uh, because initially we decided that always we would open up, uh, we would do business only together. But today, I do not know. I mean, I say this is a lot presence in my life that he has turned him around and he's been able, I mean, it's now that I can open in agreement with him 
that I'm able to open a company freely Amen. with my family. Yes. Another incident was my finances. In the beginning of the year, I was having a little struggle and I lifted it up to the Lord and I said, Lord, you take care of it. And I just left it. To my amazement, after a couple of weeks, I saw an amount in my account from nowhere. It was, it was in fact from the government of Canada, which is so highly unlikely that why would the government of Canada, the CRA transfer? And then I get to know they, they just reassess my taxes and things like that. And that's where it came from. Praise God, the Lord provides. But this is exactly, it's like God provided. So I really want to thank my Lord for being in my life and for guiding my path. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Marina. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Uh, can I uh, yeah, Manisha, speak? <clears throat> yes. yes. Okay. I'd like to, I have put this on chat, but I'd like to praise and thank God because he has blessed me with a job which I have been looking for since the COVID period and uh, very uncertain in things took place. And uh, because of that, I have to change my job. And um, since I was working for a particular person and uh, things like that, uh, I wasn't able to get into a new company because it was, it was a takeover. And I was stuck between the devil and the deep sea. And there was no way where I could get into the new company because my boss couldn't release me. So this is for all those who don't know my background. And I'd like to praise and thank God because uh, this has this is this was an impossible situation and he's made it possible because all things are possible with the lord i have told everybody to get me a job or help out or you know prayed uh, i went into a kind of a depression and a lot of things which were um, and got into a lot of things that i god says i am your strength but i had no strength because i had i just let it go and uh, all of a sudden, uh, there were things that came up and I said, God, now I give up. And basically, whatever happens, I've done my best. And may all glory, praise, honor go to you and let that job come from you. If I cannot get into the same company that I am in right now, uh, may all the glory go to you. May that perfect job come to me. May everything come to me. So right now, I have got this job in the month of March. And I'm starting on um, Ju June 20th. And I hope and pray I'm able to be an asset to the company. I'm successful and everything takes over. God provides and takes over. And it's going to be a new beginning and a new thing for me because I'm moving from an industry to another industry. And there is nothing impossible with the Lord. Everything just went smoothly, though I had to go through various interviews but everything just came it was all glory all praise and honor to god so i'd like to say thank you to god and thank you for vivek and russell who helped me also in my prayer time and who gave me who moved me from strength to strength and encouraged me to a great bit and never let me down because i think there were instruments of god who were there to help me and pull me out Thank you, God. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. We are just, we are just servants of the Most High God, serving Him. Thank you, Vanisha, for that testimony. Thank you for standing up and giving that testimony. It, it will definitely help, help others who are looking out for jobs to know that God is there and He is the provider. Thank you, Jesus. Because, because I say, no matter what the situation is, I always say, may the glory go to you, God. May it always come from you because you will give everybody the best. Because we try putting things and, and this job came to me from quarters which I never even expected. Those which I never even knocked. So Amen. it was just the hand of the Lord. Praise God. Thank and you, Jesus. initially I refused to even apply to this but there was so much encouragement not only from, it was not from any Catholic brethren but from a non-Catholic and who kept encouraging me. He said, no, you will apply and you will do this. You will say this. And you will do exactly this. And things just fell into place. And step by step, God was guiding my footsteps and directing my path. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Anisha. Thank you. Yes, who would like to go next and testify and give glory to God? Yes, Brother Vivek, I'd like to give testimony. I just want to thank and praise the Lord. After yeah, this Brisbane prayer group, through which I've been blessed through, I want to thank especially the Lord for your teaching last week, Brother Vivek, uh, that really opened my eyes to the understanding of proclamation. And uh, having learned that, I started applying it right away, especially wow. to scriptures like Jeremiah 29 11, yes. that I've been confessing for a long time, but I started to proclaim it. And even as I did, I found the Holy Spirit giving me a newfound confidence. Uh, to be able to proclaim it. And uh, I had a lot more peace in, in proclaiming it and seeing manifestation in the spirit and believing that the Lord is making all things work together for good. I just want to praise and thank God, Brother Vivek, for that teaching. I want to praise and thank God for the daily uh, time that Brother Russell leads us with. That has been very, very powerful for me in so many ways that the Holy Spirit speaks to me. I want to thank yes. the Lord for Sister Shanine's praise and worship. And I want to thank the Divine Mercy and Rosary intercession Amen. group. Thank you, Brother yes. Vivek. This prayer group has really, in so many ways, helped uh, Hebrews 4.12 to become alive in my life. And I, a couple of things that happened from last week to this week uh, was related to proclamation. I'd just like to share that. One of the first things that happened uh, after I began to proclaim Jeremiah 29.11, uh, since Wednesday, I started getting into some kind of uh, some situations that were really beginning to weigh down heavily on my spirit. And I, I found that I could wrestle with it as I was proclaiming some of the scriptures. And, uh, um, and on Wednesday uh, night, the, it had been, the battle became so intense that I started proclaiming Psalms 34, 19. And uh, it became so powerful. I just got so much of peace and proclaiming that in my spirit and it so happened that I went for mass on Thursday which I very rarely sometimes get to go during my work time and the uh, responsorial psalm was exactly psalm 34 19 and then another thing happened that sometimes I don't get to listen to the entire uh, talk so I go into the recording so I hadn't missed the Sishanine's uh, um, praise and worship from last Friday so as I was listening to it uh, at work yesterday, uh, sometimes I get a chance in between. I 
it just happened that I stopped, had to pause it at the time before Sister Shanine started singing, this is the air I breathe. And I was a little disappointed because I wanted to continue the time of praise and worship. And at that time, I also have something else that comes on uh, from St. Paul's Multimedia Live. And so I had to stop and listen to that because uh, I want, that was a live session. And believe me, as soon as I turned it on, the very song that Sister Shanini was singing was the very song, the praise and worship leader took on that platform. But what I want to say by that is that the Lord was, the Holy Spirit was giving me opportunity after opportunity to stay strong in battle because I wanted to keep hearing and hearing the word, the word of God through music and through word. I just want to thank and praise the Lord that he has not left my side. And in so many ways, even the detailed explanation that Brother Savio writes helps me to get an understanding and just hold on to the word. The praise and thank the Lord for being so alive and active in his presence in my life and never leaving me and forsaking me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, General. Thank you for standing up and giving that testimony because it's important to testify because this testimony will help somebody else who will be listening from one part of the world. You would never know someone is being blessed. Yes, who would like to testify? Yes, Caroline, you would like to testify? Anyone who's blessed by the last week's teaching as well of uh, the power of proclamation, I've said that you would have to testify if you are being blessed. So we need to thank God for using that teaching to glorify God in your life. So if you have used it and actually put it into practice and uh, heralded a scripture and it has started changing and moving your life, you have to testify. That's the Holy Spirit working in you. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Vivek, Shanine here. I'd just like to say praise and thank you to the Lord just for the air we breathe, for the, the very grace of our heart beating, for the people he sends into our life every day, every week, thank you lord for the powerful teaching last week that we can proclaim over situations in our life and around the world and we know as you have taught us that that word does not come back void absolutely it's words in action mm -hmm. and that we can take that on vivic yes. and we can teach others to speak that I'd like to praise and thank him for all the graces and blessings and healings and miracles that happen in our life each day. Some we don't even know that that was a miracle that we went driving on that particular course that day instead of going on our particular 
way that we were planning, he sends us on another way for a reason. I thank the Lord for our prayer group and everyone in it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The graces and blessings that he gives us all and the powerful anointing over this group. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus, for that. There are many healings today if people have come with uh, many baggages, very emotional hurts and pains, and you felt that total relief after we sang the hymn, I Surrender All. If you truly had surrendered and you felt that relief, you should actually testify and say yes and claim that blessing so that the devil does not rob it from you. So you need to testify and thank God. Because only when you thank God, you stand that testimony and say, yes, Lord, you seal it <clears throat> and it's done. Thank you, Jesus. For anyone who would like to do that, do it. No worries. Yes, go ahead. I want to thank the Lord for the gift of life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Vivek, we have Sister Alzira who has put her hand up. Yes, please let her let her testify. Yeah, <clears throat> I had severe ulcers in my mouth, but after after I attended the last praise and worship last Friday, which was my first one, um, my mouth ulcers got much better with all the prayers that were offered for me um, on on the Telegram chat. And uh, I must say, it was a great help. The prayers really helped me. Thank and praise God. And praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please invite others to the group because some people are being blessed even one week or two weeks into the group and they're being blessed. As I said, this is a platform where you can find a spiritual prayer partner. Uh, and if someone is being blessed with a good prayer partner and you could see miracles in your life, please also testify. Because I felt that this group was all about reaching out to others. And if you had no one to pray with you, you have someone there on this prayer group who's ready to pray as a prayer partner and be a kind of a spiritual guide or spiritual friend who understands your wavelength. And I said, you can reach out. And I know there are some people who have found good prayer partners and spiritual friends who can they can trust with certain things and, you know, they are being blessed. Anyone who's being blessed this way, can you please share how your prayer life is and how you know, you know how this journey with this new spiritual partner is going, where you are praying together and you know using Matthew eighteen nineteen or agreement prayers. Um, yeah, anyone else who's being blessed with any of the sessions, morning, you know, brother Russell's morning sessions or brother Savio's teachings, uh, please uh, thank and praise God if you're being blessed. Someone will be blessed because of your testimony. Yes, anyone else would like to testify for anything else? If you're 
the word of god is touching you your word has really improved your life today it's, it's a big change big miracle in your life just because of the word of god um, your mind is renewed because of god's word the habits you were in are no more there you're a changed person today would you like to testify and give glory to god Yeah, I can't hear you. Can am I? Am I audible now? Yes, sir. come a bit closer to your mic. Hello. Yeah, we are now good. Yeah. Can you hear me, brother? Yeah, always. Yeah, please go ahead. Okay. Yeah, sorry for the background noise again because I'm in my office. Actually, it's uh, nothing. I uh, mean. it's uh, not like uh, a testimony but i would like to just specify one thing i understood that in everything that we go in life whatever we go through god has a mighty hand on it we we do not understand before it comes we understand only when the time comes and we don't even know why we are going through it so i would just uh, like to say that um, i was a girl who would continuously keep trimming my hair cutting my hair and uh, i i would not uh, like long hair but uh, from the past 2 or 3 years i just tend to not like to go to the parlor and i would say no let it i let me see till where it grows you know till and and yeah because of the covid situation everything was not working So I said okay. So that gave me an opportunity to grow my hair too, and it grew well. It grew till my hip, and uh, all of a sudden, I just was. Uh, I happened to speak to somebody wherein that person to, uh, came with a short hair, and I said, "Oh, you had good long hairs, like you know." So that person just said, "No, because of too much of heat and all, I couldn't bear it." I said, "Okay." So I said, even I want to go now. I want to cut my hair. And uh, my colleague, I was in the office, and my my colleague heard me. And uh, no sooner that person went, my colleague came and asked me, like you know, I heard, I overheard you that uh, you want to cut your hair. I said, yeah, I'm planning to. So she just asked me one straight question: Would you like to donate your hair? I said, yeah, I would. And where is it? Like, what is the cause? So she told me it is for the cancer patients. There is an institution which who collects the the like you know who takes this hair where people donate and they make yes. wigs for all the all the patients who have lost their hair. And I was touched. I I I did I did not know how to give thanks to the Lord. I said, Lord. you know you are a master planner you really know how to get things done never would my okay. hair grow beyond my shoulder level because i would always keep trimming it and it would have been of no use to that particular uh, warrior who would get my hair and uh, 
really it was a blessing and i got a chance to sow in the kingdom of god i said lord i made a prayer before i could give and donate my hair also before my hair could leave me i said lord this hair of mine have attended many sessions learned the word of god and is on me because the bible even says that our clothes are anointed then why not our hair it belongs to me and i made a prayer that whoever will wear this the wig that comes from this hair that person is already saved that person comes out of that battle and not only that person but the entire household comes in the lord and they in turn are warriors for the lord bringing more souls being inspirations to other people to come closer to jesus come closer and come into the kingdom of god so this was yes. a, this was a blessing for me to be a blessing to others i just like to share this thank you yeah yeah and viana you had also shared a testimony last time which touched so many people you remember you said you spoke to the shutter of your office not to come down and you yes, told the shutter yes, to be always on top never coming down and you know that that bank of yours which has into a fraud or whatever still continued and you know merged into a bigger bank so this is a teaching so you learned it from russell as well that russell and i have learned from this very thing to speak to a situation if you're going through a problem in your life speak life into that situation ezekiel 37 is all about speaking life into a situation whatever okay. your situation may be just speak into it this was don't Vienna's... look at the dry bones don't look yes. at that dry bones Absolutely. they have life in them they have life because Amen. god has god has asked you to prophesy his word has said to do it you just obey god and he will do the rest so that's what vena vena gave as a testimony last time and i'm sure so many souls were touched because of that testimony i had got so many people talking all across the world who had shared with me about this kind of testimony and yes so that's why testifying is so important and thank you sister so much for standing up to testify today you know and bringing up you showing your hair into the kingdom somebody else who wear even a strand of your hair i i pray that one strand of your hair touches the other strand and all of them get blessed you see Amen. so that is how much wherever that if there are hundreds of wigs being done and if your wig is in that all those other wigs will be blessed and Amen. everyone who wears that wig not just that one person everyone will be blessed because that's what i pray because and you know we got to spread christ to everyone in this earth i can only tell you that much that the word of god is truly alive and active if you really bring jesus in your heart you know <coughs> is so beautiful yes, yes if yes. someone else would like to testify thank, thank you vena hello brother carline here yeah sure sure good who is that vera you'd like to go ahead vera please go and then carline i'll do it after carline okay okay carline go ahead uh brother uh, i i would just uh, second what diana just said and uh, <clears throat> sometimes we really don't know how uh, god really works in our life i mean we ask for something uh, he doesn't give us and uh, he gives us something so unexpected and uh, we just uh, kind of acknowledge when the event has taken place that god is working at the background and sometimes uh, we don't even uh, to be very honest i i don't spend time 
reading the bible every day till now but in the last teaching you just mentioned about isaiah 55 and i used to say it daily and one thing that i picked up from the last uh, uh times teaching is god's uh, favor is on us and all the uh, dry situations all the dead situations also come to life so there are some scriptures wherein i have done a word document and you know kind of just repeat that and uh, uh, i think when god really sees the heart the intent that yes you know we want to come close uh, to him i think he takes care of it uh, takes care of it even then so uh, this this is uh, a testimony which i would like to give is in my workplace i was going through a very tough time and i was almost about to resign and then uh, something happened is that my boss resigned so yeah. i didn't ask for this but god has uh, blessed me with uh, so much of peace in my current job and he guides me to do everything so well and uh, today i was telling uh, brother vivek on whatsapp that you know it's my dream to travel uh, the world through my job which is training so uh, i want to do it and i don't know how it will happen but this is the first time i am declaring this uh, in a public forum like this but i have always got things in my life not at my timing at god's timing and he has made it so beautiful when he has given it i've got a house i've got kicked out of my uh, uh, you know house from my in-laws and today that same mother-in-law takes care of my children so beautifully that i can't even imagine and there are so many testimonies which have uh, come to my life without asking not at my time but at god's time so um, i i really second what uh, viana just mentioned that sometimes uh, you know we just need to submit ourselves and keep our uh, eyes and ears open because we don't know when god really wants to talk to us and uh, being mindful and uh, taking one moment at a time is so important so thank Absolutely. you uh, for touching lives and uh, it's it's a beautiful experience yeah praise thank god. thank you thank you praise god thank you jesus thank you caroline and yeah please uh, please share your testimonies on <clears throat> the telegram also and yeah just remember to speak uh, god's favor upon your life you you have just like russell says i'm the most blessed daughter of my father who's in heaven and his eternal favor is upon me whatever i speak from my mouth is which is according to god's will will come to pass in my life do you know when you herald isaiah 55 10:11 what you are telling is that my spirit and god's spirit are one and they are leaving my mm. mouth and the word that i am speaking is not me it is god himself that is speaking that word through his spirit and his eternal okay. spirit will not get that word void back to me so that mm. is the crux of that teaching of uh, heralding that word so when you start with isaiah 55 10 and 11 whenever who are starting their word of god or their personal prayer time i'm talking to your personal prayer time use that isaiah 55 10 11 because you're going to be making confessions let the confession come out be the confession from the holy spirit itself so yeah that, that is important and see thank Caroline, you brother yes yeah. i always want you to read god's word remember god's word is not about i read it once in a way the bible helps me it should be your lifeline it should be more than your husband more than your spouse because i'll tell you one thing when christ becomes first in your life your marriage is blessed 
your work is blessed your children are blessed everything you you become a totally changed person everything changes you know mm-hmm. and i'll tell you the holy spirit's main job what i have got to understand from the holy spirit today is to make jesus christ alive in your life that love of christ because that he says i will he will only teach me what i have tell him that's what the word says so he makes jesus more real than your situations and that's what come the life in your life so mm-hmm. just make the bible your lifeline you're not reading the bible just because you want to meditate it becomes a lifeline it becomes important sometimes mm-hmm. when i get up in the night i see the time is 220 in the morning and when i saw 220 the holy spirit says galatians 220 and i i recite that scripture <laughs> galatians sometimes it's 828 mm-hmm. in the morning i get up and it's romans 828 so i just want to share with you how the lord relates those scriptures really in our lives you know uh okay. you know and that becomes so meaningful it's so wonderful let's not skip the bible because you say oh no i'm so busy i need to have some more time let it become a lifeline the moment you change it from a book to a lifeline things start changing it becomes the breath yeah. of your life it says yeah. christ you are the word and you will be in me not out of me in me. you will run my life so yeah caroline do it and see how yes. things change yes brother thank you thank you amen Yes, there is Vira who was waiting to give a testimony. Uh, yes, brother. Uh, I just want to praise and thank the Lord for all the trials also that He is, you know, giving to us. Uh, I uh, and I were I were blessed by the rosary, the morning session, uh, because yesterday, uh, like we just got like a shock when my brother told us that you know the job that he had applied for. Uh, they declined it after his visa was cancelled for the earlier job where he was and uh, he said can we come on a zoom call and it was just time for the rosary so i said i think instead of talking about what it is i think we better talk to the lord so i sent him the link for the rosary and i on the rosary group i just put that intention and yes. we prayed as a group for it and i i totally I uh, pro- proclaim as a uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that God has plans for him, and He knows why this has happened, and He has better plans for him, and uh, wants him to b- become closer to Him. So I've been sending him different scriptures, and I send him the I confess boldly. I told him that you know now you're at home. you just you know plug this into when if you're driving wherever you're going and it will just it's going to calm you down and it's not going to get you anxious about the situation uh and even today like i surrender when you prayed like i i slept well last night because i just surrendered it all to the lord and i told lord even all the family members i don't want them to be disturbed by this but we just surrender it to you because you know what is best for all of us So I just yes. want to thank the Lord for this real strong, uh, powerful prayer group uh, that we have, where we can, you know, any small little thing, as you said, we put it on the group and it is being prayed for. And I know there's a bigger testimony to follow, and He Himself will come and testify. Amen. And, you know? and I yes. really appreciate your faith, Vira. Because of your faith, your brother will get the job that you're praying for. I I speak it and prophesy in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Please share this group with others if you are being blessed. Remember, we are all the same. There is no leader, no head, no this. You know, we all pray the Holy Spirit. That's why the name is the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. He runs it. 
and he chooses the people that are involved. So just remember one thing, we are all same. If you have any testimonies or anything to put up, any prayer requests, put it up on the WhatsApp group. Also, Brother Russell prays for morning. Um, we pray the whole praying in tongues of the morning encounters an intercession session. It's not about ourselves. It's all about others. So, yes, so please put your request so that we have it. Also, during the rosary, there's something that needs to be prayed. You can always put it up there. Uh, anyone who's leading the rosary, take it up in, uh, during the rosary time. And also, if there's something you'd like someone to pray for, put it up on the group. However small you get a headache or anything, someone would pray for you at that point of time. Yeah, thanks, Veera, for sharing that. Yes, Anyone else would like to share? Start. Brother, I wanted to just quickly tell about the Bible. You were sharing that the Bible is the lifeline. And uh, yeah, um, I had heard of uh, someone who had kept the CD of an anointed preacher on her navel and she got healed of her uh, um, infirmity. And uh, then that, you know, uh, gave me the idea of keeping the Bible on my uh, stomach because our umbilical cord was is connected to our mother. So the Bible is like our umbilical cord connecting us to heaven. And Jesus is the word and Jesus is our umbilical cord to heaven. So I, and also the lady with the issue of uh, uh, bleeding, she touched the garment of Jesus. So as we are touching the Bible, we are touching Jesus himself because the word became flesh. So, so yes. as you said, the um, the Bible is the lifeline. So surely it is. It is. It is. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, there is someone who has uh, put up their hand up. Kathy. Ah, yes. Hello. Yeah. I'm pleased to be here too. I um was meditating on Isaiah 53, the suffering servant. Um, and I was thinking. That God, I, I was sort of asking him to heal me of a sinus infection that was left over from COVID. And I had it for about 14 days. And when it came to the line, by his stripes, I am healed. God impressed on me enough. And he said, no, I will, I will boldly claim that by his stripes, I am healed. Not that he will just make it a little bit better or something but i am healed and from that oh. moment on i was healed amen praise god praise god that, yes that is that is total faith you know i mean that is exactly what kathy you know what what the lord puts on my heart right now to say is that if we all understand the system you know mm. that god has put in the word of god he says if you hearken to my word understand it and apply it it will all fall in place. So we just need to confess it. And as you said, I don't want minor healing. I don't want a little better. I'm completely healed. And I boldly proclaim this and I speak it out from my mouth. Yes. And that's the system. So exactly if you operate this, anyone, and if the mm. person, person is healed. So whenever you're praying for someone, remember when you pray in agreement with someone, always speak the scripture with them, bring them up to some part of their faith, telling who Christ is and how he rose from the dead. And how every sin was taken on the cross and how he, anyone who claims the healing using Isaiah 53, 5 will be healed. And ask them, do you believe that right now Jesus will heal you? And that's the time when you say, Lord, I've already put you up there. I always say faith is a risk. 
risk means you stand on the line and say it's full and i'm going to get it i'm not going to take 90% healing i'm taking 100% and i complain i i will only boldly proclaim 100% and i yes. love that faith so this is how healing takes place so you have understood the system you can apply this in any area of your life using that scripture you would see life just working for you this is a system we have to follow it so yes. that's why if you understand it you will never beg of god and say lord please please god please but you say lord i stand up using your word your word says it, i know it's done and i claim it and i i receive it and you will see the miracle taking place i'm telling you it just happens start Amen. using your mouth start speaking from the mouth stop thinking and praying in the mind open the mouth and fire. someone says open the mouth and fire the bullets i say use that scripture speak it out and see things changing in your life and this is one testimony that is clearly said not 80% healing 100% healing completely healed using the scripture amen thank you kathy for that wonderful testimony. yes i would like to add that um he also um impressed on my mind that um tomorrow i might wake up thinking oh it's come back but that's only the devil trying to absolutely. impose absolutely. yes so absolutely. i was to keep proclaiming it absolutely so when you are healed one of the most important things is first is to testify because remember you overcame the mm. devil the devil is the deceiver so yes. the devil is the accuser so oh. the land and by the word of our testimony so it's important that we proclaim the word of god over the situation and keep professing this and say i am healed i am healed i am healed i am only taking 100% thank you lord for healing yes uh, i love that faith kathy thank you so much for sharing it thank you brother thank you god bless was wonderful testimony today so much to learn and uh, so much you so wonderful yeah anyone else uh, would like to testify i want to praise and thank the lord for good health peace of mind i know that problems will come and go it is life so it is going to be there but i know my lord is going to be so kind and so he will not put us down any time he's going to do better things for us this time has been little bit bad for our brother but we pray that the lord has better plans for him and will not we're not going to think negatively or put any other wrong thoughts in our minds we're going to pray mm-hmm. and join with each other and we're going to say jesus you know the best for us and for our entire family and you're going to do the best for our family thank you jesus praise you jesus we surrender everything to you lord we thank you and we praise you jesus thank you jesus thank you for this wonderful testimony lord for all the people who stood up lord and i put i i pray in a special way that i pour the precious blood of jesus upon and put the hedge of protection upon every member of the brisbane praying group praying holy spirit brisbane praying family and their families and for people they are praying for right now so that they are protected the divine protection is upon them and their lives their jobs their finances their health their relationships 
their prayer life and their spiritual thing. Lord, I also lift up all the people who asked us to pray for many intentions on the prayer group. We lift them up during this prayer, uh, during this Bible study, so that the word of God touches them as well. Teach us to proclaim, boldly proclaim your word, Lord, speaking over situations, not getting scared. And I also pray for warriors who have invited others today to come for this prayer meeting. A person who invites someone else to come is not, I will only tell you one thing, it is because of the anointing you are doing it. I can say that you cannot do it from, uh, from in the flesh. It's difficult because you'll always think, if I send a message to this one, what they will think. If I send it to that one, they will say, I'm not interested. You will just send it and say, come. And that word come is enough. They will just come. That is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So anyone who has done that, I pray God's special favor upon you that that ministry of evangelization is in you right now. And let that grow and you bring it out to everyone you meet. Also, whatever you learn today, if some people cannot come in here, share the recordings with them so that at least they can you know, learn something. Or if they even cannot do that, give them the word in simple language, what you have understood. So that somebody's little, little things can change their life. Uh, Russell, do we have final announcements before we start? Yes, just a couple of quick announcements. Actually, first, I'd just like to welcome all the new uh, members to the family, people that have newly joined us on our Telegram group. We have, can, uh, yes. in this last week, we have Judith, Sandra, Azira, Leslie, Dagmar, Ruth, and Florence who have joined us on the Telegram group. A big warm welcome to you. God bless all um, of you. God bless all of you. Yes. Amen. Amen. For those that are on this prayer meeting and have not yet joined the Telegram prayer group, would like to join. I've shared the link in the chat on uh, YouTube. I've shared it on the Zoom as well. I'll just share it once again on Zoom. Yeah, that's the link that you see in your chat on Zoom. Please click that link to join our Telegram group. If you are seeking a prayer partner as well to pray with you, post a message on the group there. Once you've joined, someone will respond and will be happy to pray with you. Yes. Uh, if you are enjoying the teachings that you see on our YouTube uh, page, the videos, please subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as our Facebook page. They're posted there as well. Brother Savio's reflections as well are posted there. Uh, please share those teachings if they are blessing you and you know and you see the difference. Bless someone that you know is in need of listening to that message. And let them receive that same grace that came upon your life as well. That's the best way to be a giver, just like Sister Vienna was talking about earlier. Uh, we also have um, our teaching, in-person live teaching on healing, followed by a healing session in Brisbane on the Saturday, the 14th of May, between 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. It will be held in one of our churches in Brisbane. Those that are in Brisbane here and would like to attend that session, please message me. I'll send you details on the venue. And we'll try to, to run this session live as well on Zoom so that it might benefit others. But I can't promise at this stage, we're still working on the technology um, in relation to uh, the venue. But uh, stay uh, in touch. We, we will update that and add our subsequent Friday Bible study session as well. We'll try, Russell. I guess we should do it. Yeah. Uh, let's pray for it yeah. so that people have the encounter because it's a live meeting session. So someone yes. would be. Yeah. We'd like to that. We'd like everyone in the prayer group who can cannot make it also to get the benefit of it. So. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah.
And so, as Russell said, if you are being benefited by this prayer group or by any of the teachings, please share it with others, okay? And uh, forward it to someone who you feel would be blessed with it. I think you can gift the link of this prayer group to somebody else because as I shared, uh, as Brother Russell said, if you feel lonely and you need a prayer partner, please put it out there that I need someone to pray with me. You never know, you'd get a spiritual mentor or a spiritual friend who would actually be a good friend to you and pray with you. And it's important that, you know, that is what really helps us in our real daily life. You know? So let's live as a family. And if you have any area of which you need prayers, please put it up on the group, on the telegram, so that we are praying for one another. Thank you, Jesus. So we are going to teach, we are going to learn today about preparing to reign with Christ. As I start the prayer, I will herald this same prayer with Isaiah 55, 10, 11. And uh, because I believe that every word spoken will come to pass. So, Savya, can you share with me Isaiah 55, 10, 11? Take me an IV. Okay, so we do this every time we do we do our personal prayer as well. And you'll speak it out. It's not prayed in the mind. It's a spoken word. Okay. So, yeah. So, Savio, repeat after me. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it and do not return to it without watering the earth without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater and bread for the eater so is my word. So is my word. That goes out from my mouth. That goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. It will not return to me empty. But will accomplish what I desire. But will accomplish what I desire. And achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Amen. Yes. So we are starting our teaching today. Our first scripture is from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2. Now we are going to understand what you mean by reigning in Christ, reigning with Christ. We are talking about the eternal reigning with Christ. We're not talking about the physical realm. We have a great life, a life that is to be lived forever with Christ. And that's a beautiful life that is awaiting us. And we've got to know and get prepared for that beautiful life, for that calling uh, of reigning with Christ forever. And how do we do that? And what do we have? What do we need to do? We are going to learn that today. Yes. Can you take me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2? Or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world. Yes, stop there only. So that is exactly what we want from that scripture. Or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? 
Okay, so the saints basically will judge the world. Is basically what we say. Now God has a double purpose in redeeming. Okay, I'm going deep now into understanding this. Is there some noise that's coming? Can you please mute? Thank you. See, on the negative side, the thing is, it is to save us from hell. Okay, so the redemption that has taken place is to save us from hell, for which we should be eternally grateful that Jesus Christ died on the cross. So there's no more hell. There's absolutely for us to have the re uh, reap the benefit of you know eternal life of what Christ did on the cross. And that's why uh, earlier, without Jesus Christ offering his body on that cross, that, that very spiritual sacrifice opened the door to having heaven and allowing each of us to get that eternal life. Okay, so we're eternally grateful for God for him to do that. But on the positive side, if you see, it is to prepare the people for himself who will share the throne with Christ. And we are all called to share the throne and we are all called to be seated at Christ's right hand. And that's why it's very important that we remember and, and uh, Brother Russell says this, and I want everyone to use this line as well, that God's eternal favor is upon me and my life. What happens when you speak this? Certain things that even don't want to work your way will come your way. Sometimes an unexpected blessing may come your way because you say God's eternal favor is upon me and I'm the beloved of God and his favor rests upon me. Keep on saying this, his favor is upon me, his hand of grace is upon me. I want you to know that this is actually what God wanted and intended for us. Because when you actually speak it out, things start changing in the spirit realm immediately. Remember the spoken word has power to change things that happen in your life. So, and everything, again, I'll say this, I added this in the teaching, everything originates in the spirit realm and shows up in the physical realm. Okay, be it any kind of problem, it all starts in the spirit realm. Okay, say you're going through sorrow or any kind of sadness. Sadness is not physical. It is started in the spirit realm. It is only showing up here and you are adding fuel to the fire by speaking, say, I'm very sad very bad things happening in my life. I can only say this is happening and you don't realize that you can break all that by actually speaking out, say God's favor is upon me. Even in this situation, it will turn for my good and a blessing will come out of this situation. And I thank God that I'm going through this because such a big blessing is coming. Lord, a great blessing is coming my way. So you have to understand that you that God's favor rests upon you no matter what. Whatever you go through, his favor is upon you. He will get me out of the situation. That is your confidence. Okay. And we need to start using this daily. When you're coming every Friday here, there has to be transformation. If you're listening to Brother Russell's morning um, encounters, there has to be some transformation in your life. You just can't come and say, oh, it's nice, very nice. It's not nice. If you don't apply it, it's not going to change. So start saying, his favor is upon me. And start speaking it and taking it. I tell you, sometimes suddenly you get blessed and you don't even expect it. How many of you have been blessed? You just never even expected a blessing and it just came into your lap. Okay, just put an amen if it actually happened to you. Maybe a financial blessing. Maybe a person who never spoke to you for years. You said, God bless and suddenly the person calls up and you wonder how the person has called you after say 10 years or 5 years or maybe a year or 20 years, you know, and you're speaking as if you, you are friends forever or, you know, something of that sort happened. So yes, these, these are the blessings that we are talking about. Has every believer 
needs to open that mouth and start using it. Okay, so what we have learned is the mouthpiece is what we have. And that's why God has given us this life. So the spoken word has power. So please use this. Okay, this is what we have. This is what we get, okay, as believers. What we have to also know is that what does it mean to you personally that you are redeemed and you are going to have that particular life in eternity? So you're preparing to reign eternally with Christ. Now, reigning eternally means forever with Christ because you have chosen Jesus not only for now or till a situation changes. You are not attending this prayer today because there's a problem in your life. You're attending this because you want Christ. No matter what, you just want Jesus. You are, he says, Lord, I want you whatever, good times and bad times and any kind of times. You are with me, Lord. I cannot live without you. Okay, and that is the very purpose of which you are here. Or you could have been doing anything else at this point of time, but you chose to be with Christ. The Holy Spirit said, no, be there, learn from this word and let this word come alive in your life. Now, reigning with Christ here is the Holy Spirit is laying an ever-increasing emphasis on preparing a destiny in eternity. Again, I'll repeat this. This is a very strong line when I was preparing for this teaching. The Holy Spirit is laying an ever-increasing emphasis on preparing on, for our destiny in eternity. Now, the promises to reign in Christ and in his kingdom. Okay, I would take you through some scriptures. Russell, if someone is taking notes, we don't have Jane today, but at least the scriptures so that people can take this. Take me to Matthew chapter 19 verse 28. Today we are a little scripture rich in our teaching. It's not a very big teaching, but it's, it's very deep. That's all I can say. So Matthew chapter 19, verse 28. Yeah, go ahead. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, as we started our teaching today, it clearly said, do you not know that the saints of the world, will, saints will judge the world? That was 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. And this again confirms that he says that who follow me will also sit on the 12 thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay. Going ahead, we also want to know, and he who overcomes, um, take me to, okay, another scripture on this. Let's go to another scripture that will help us on this one. Take me to Revelations chapter 2, verse 26 to 27. Now, this is a deep teaching, but it's very important for us to understand reigning with Christ is, there's a life eternal that is there. And we need to prepare for that life to live with Christ forever. Amen. Yeah, can you go there? 26 to 27. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations 
that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just as I have received authority from my father. Okay. So here, as we understand that, I just told you about reigning with Christ. He says, you will sit on the 12 tribes on, on the right hand with me on the throne, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Here it says that, you know, the one who's victorious and does my will to the end. Now, what is the will, Savio, of God? The will of God is in his word. Absolutely. So the will of God is God's word. Okay. So his will is his word. Okay. And the timing is always now. So people, whenever you pray God's word at this time, he will bless you because that's when the timing matches. And that's why I say God's timing is, is always perfect. So remember you're speaking his word into a situation. And here he clearly says, I give you authority over the nations that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. Just I have received authority for my father, that same authority I give to you. Now, the ones who get the authority are the ones who keep their word and will always do his will to the end. So follow his words. And that's why that will make us reign with Christ forever. Now, this is the promises to reign with Christ. These are two scriptures in that area. Now, I want you to get to the main teaching today to prepare reigning with Christ. How do we prepare ourselves to reign with Christ? What are the requirements to prepare ourselves to reign with Christ forever? Now, all of us want, I'm sure we're here to have Christ forever. We don't want Christ only for a particular phase of our life. We want to reign forever with Jesus. We want to be in him and he is in us. And he says, my word is in you. Now, the word of God is so alive and active. It's when it's in you, everything changes. I can tell you that life changes totally. The word starts having a big impact on you. And you can see every scripture coming alive. And I can truly say, that Romans 12.2 is the word of God, you know, transforms your mind completely. Do you agree, Savio? Yes. Okay, that the word of God transforms your mind and, you know, completely. Your mind gets totally renewed with God's word. And what he says is, if you do my will, I will give you authority over the nations. Now, I want you to know, reigning with Christ is a right, a, a right of every believer who does God's will. But there are certain steps we need to take to get into this phase of, you know, to this stage of reigning with Christ. Because that's where the blessing lies for us to be forever in Christ. Now, for this awesome responsibility of reigning with Christ, we are required to make a diligent preparation. It is not just enough to be born again of the Holy Spirit. Because many people think that I'm born of the Holy Spirit. Now my life is blessed. It, it, it's a daily process. You cannot say I've eaten today and tomorrow I don't need to eat. You will, eat, will feel hungry again you eat. You always need to be hungry to be fed God's word always in your life. Okay. So there are certain requirements. And the first one, uh, if Russell, can you just put that down at least? It is endurance. Endurance is the first requirement to reign with Christ. Okay. Now I'm going to take certain scriptures here. We'll understand it. And so that it's easy for us to digest what we're learning today. The first scripture I have taken is the uh, book of Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verse 28 to 30.
yes sir we could you are those who have stood by me in my trials and i confer on you a kingdom just as my father conferred one on me so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of israel okay one thing i want to share with you we all know this many started off with jesus okay uh, as the disciples of jesus but at the end they were how many i mean you could take up judas they were how many at the end sir 11 excluding judas exactly okay you could say 12 till till he was there okay till judas was there but there were totally 12 uh, disciples but many people started off with him okay now on our faith journey many times as certain sisters said we'll always go through trials i think rashmi said it today trials will come in our life but that does not mean that i should give up on god and say oh now god there are trials in my life i was with you only for you know till the trial came out i'm with you lord you are with me and i know you will take me through it and at that time you need the the lord much more in your life because he has a plan and purpose for you you may not even know what the future holds for you but you just surrender to him and the prayer of surrender at that point is so so very important that you surrender everything to him others you get totally stressed out and you know you'll be suffering from different problems for no reason because you said why should i be worried the fact that i'm alive and i'm breathing itself is a blessing if you look at anyone who's dead do they have any life sorrow if you look at someone who's dead can that no. person pray no can that person move can that person have anything no isn't it god's grace that you and i are alive today and yes. we can open our mouth and speak and ask god for you know we depend on him and yes. surrender our situation to him yes yes absolutely okay think of it that we are blessed that we are alive. everything will pass away even this that you are going through in your life even the trial you are going through right now will pass away just like the night goes and there'll be a day so also the day goes and there'll be a night so there cannot be only a day and no night but it says even darkness is light for the lord that's what the scripture says is you know even the night is as day for the lord so remember one thing as we walk through our trials of life let us remember we need the lord for all these situations and hold on to him so many people who start out with this and many people who join our prayer groups and become really you know enthusiastic and say no we are going to continue there comes one area which the devil brings and brings some kind of division or some kinds of misunderstanding and you can see so many breaks people leave people don't continue or people just get tempted to follow you know the world and just leave so same with christ many people say jesus jesus and they you know they continue they say you are the lord you are the messiah but we are the same people that crucified okay the same jews that he said that he was the king of the jews were the same people that crucified him now the point is that we also have crucified our lord in different ways but not obeying his word not doing what he has told us to do and we ask god for pardon for that my point is can we have that endurance and endurance can only come through god's word i always ask everyone today who is on this program listening take the word of god as a lifeline 
don't take it as a book that i will open read i'll feel nice and close it should be that word that will speak to you as i shared with you in the night sometimes i wake up and the holy spirit says 220 galatians 220 and he says i now no longer live it's my christ who lives in me you know and there's a wonderful hymn sabhi remember i now no longer live christ my lord lives in me okay yeah we used to sing that hymn in the church with that yes 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 and and it's so beautiful it's that same scripture okay and and it could be anything you know and you see um, a scripture speaking to you right away like it could be a clock it could just be the words you could see it on your you know um, open a book and you see a number and you say wow this is uh, you know some 91 you see 91 and you say wow you may even see a bus number 91 and the lord says some 91 how many how many times it's happened to you could you put an amen there you know where you actually seen a number and you you know out of it in a public area and the holy spirit have actually asked you to you know reminded you of a scripture or a psalm or some sort of thing it happens to me all the time uh, i'm sharing only this is that we need to reign with christ is that we don't need to give up if something is wrong uh, that's why it's important to be with prayer groups like this because when you are in a prayer group what happens you feel motivated to pray if you are on your own you may do it for once or twice and then the devil brings one year in your life and you say forget it i'm not praying but when you are with the prayer group there is morning encounter there is evening rosary uh, there are reflections daily there are people who are praying and sharing testimonies and there are so many blessings on a friday you see the healings that take place so there is you know just like this every day you feel motivated so the first step of reigning in christ is endurance do not give up we have not to give up whatever we go to we surrender our situation to the lord even if it's a very dark situation which is surrender to the lord and that's the reason i share why do we need a prayer partner it because if you are going through a dark situation sometimes you can't pray and that's when you need someone to pray with you and help you to go through that phase but remember that is why it's important to have someone with you all the time but remember not to say pray for me but rather pray with me okay that is the better way of putting it so that someone prays along with you and your faith just kind of gets kindled up that again praise god now i you wanted to take you to 2 timothy chapter 2 verse 11 and 12 the second book of timothy Yes, sir. Here is a trustworthy saying: If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us so the point here is endurance okay i want to just uh, reflect on galatians 220 at this point though it's not part of the teaching when you die in christ okay what you basically are saying that i am no longer myself okay i have died physically i am alive but that spiritual death is you know my flesh has totally died with christ i'm crucified with christ okay so the moment that happens that phase happens of you being crucified with christ 
Now you don't have any say in your life. Your life is lived by Christ. How beautiful is that? Your yeah. whole life is lived by Christ, and the Holy Spirit has taken full control of it. Okay, even if you go through a very very difficult patch, you say, "Lord, I know I'm blessed." You will not speak anything but God's blessings over your life. Okay, because you follow God's word and you speak His blessings, things have to change. As I said, everything starts in the spirit realm and shows up physically. Uh, I want you to start remembering: if we died with Christ, then we'll also live with Him. If we endure, we'll also reign with Him. If we disown Him and say, "Lord, I don't know who You are," He will also disown us. Okay? So, can you take me to Galatians two twenty now? I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. So isn't this beautiful? If you if someone truly loves the scripture, put amen. Truly, if you really love it, this is my favorite scripture, uh, because any time you get stressed or any time you're going through a tough patch, and every time the devil is continuously you're in a kind of a battle, you just need to read this and meditate on this. It truly says, "I have been crucified with Christ." The first thing I've been crucified. It means my flesh is no more the way it is. I want to share with you. People say you're born again of the Spirit. It born again of the Spirit is when the Holy Spirit comes alive and when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Okay, I just want to share one thing: is that when this Scripture comes alive in our life, truly you know that Jesus Christ has died for me, and I don't no longer live. Whatever I'm live, whatever life I have now is that the Christ who lives in me. So why do I worry about this mountain? You know, I speak to the mountain, get out from here, and go into the sea. And I know the word that I speak will come back alive to me. Now, if you truly live the scripture, any kind of stress you're going through, you surrender to the Lord. You say, Lord, it's not mine; it's yours. You take it from me. Because the life I live now in the body is the life I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and has given Himself to me. So, for endurance, I would suggest that you hold on to the scripture as well. Keep this scripture in your life because this is truly a blessed scripture. It helps me all the time. Whenever I go through any patch, you just hold on to the scripture, knowing that God is there. Just like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is another scripture we hold on to. This really helps us to know that the flesh is not saved; it is the spirit that is saved by God, because God lives in our spirit. Okay, so if if we are to share Christ's exaltation, we must first share His death and then continue. steadfast to end through to the end through many trials that we will face now someone may say why trials in our life okay there is no life that does not go through trials trials only help us to increase in our faith and get us stronger and know that god is always with us okay 
and that's why it's important that you have god's word in your heart at all times and uh, as someone shared today a healing complete healing you always need to profess god's word continuously even after your healing because you know that god's word is eternally alive in you and it will never change our situation it will only get better from here thank you jesus so that's the first step that we need for in training with christ okay i made it small so that's easier for us to digest only two or three scriptures not too many but just to remember one thing you are part of this prayer group even if someone tells you leave it do not be a part of it just go away and does not give you options of going to another prayer group or something then that person is not from god it is not god telling you doing that you have to decide for yourself do i want to reign with christ then i need to have you know i need to have those disciples now the disciples of christ okay they they hung on together they always were together and that helped them grow their faith you know when doubting thomas say you know they say doubting thomas thomas said unless and until i see the lord and touch his wound and put his my side in his side then only will i believe and he still didn't believe though his his uh, fellow brothers said that they saw the lord and then the lord comes up and says yes thomas put your hand in my hand put your side in my side and then he said lord but my point here then the lord says blessed are those who are not seen but yet believe and we are those we christ is alive many people come to me and say every god is the same everyone is same you pray to any god you do the same thing i believe that if you do not have if you truly do not know that christ is truly alive in you then someone who says that um, some people call there is a divine force or there is a kind of thing that is there and and there are different mystics that talk about different things but i would say jesus christ you are alive in me i speak your word and that's why the word of god is truly alive and active in our lives amen thank you jesus so that's why we need to go through this okay the second one that we need to to prepare to reign with christ is meekness and poverty of spirit this is a beautiful there was a teaching on this you know the, the beatitudes but take me to yes the beatitudes in the book of the gospel of matthew chapter 5 verse 3 and let's do two beatitudes here the five verse three and five verses five blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven so i just want to ask you a question maybe you can just answer what the spirit tells you what do you mean by this why is it blessed are the poor in spirit and theirs is the kingdom of heaven what does the lord say for everyone okay okay yes yeah. yeah yes so the the lord says in this that those who are thirsty and and hungry and always continuously wanting more and more understanding of the word of god of jesus of the holy spirit or who are thirsty for this who are thirsty and continuously hungry for the word of god they are the ones who are blessed 
that's why it, it is called as blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven so the poor in spirit are those who are hungry and thirsty for the word of god i mean this is truly this is the right uh, you've said it from what you said but i just wanted a little deeper answer rasil could you share something if you are getting something from the lord i will also speak after this but i just wanted to um what do you get by this blessed are the poor in spirit what i get is those that humble themselves and empty themselves out basically after emptying themselves seek god and seek his kingdom where he says in 630 matthew 633 seek ye first the kingdom and then all these things shall be added so it's more of emptying ourselves and in that emptiness when we go to him that's when he fills us absolutely that's that's sabi was right as well but this is exactly there but i'll go one more step further uh sabi when you see someone who's poor okay when you see poverty in in its truest sense okay how do you define poverty sabi i'm going deep so this will help us to understand what the word is there a person who is desperate you know a person who is poor in actual poverty in in the actual sense is a person yes, who absolutely. is desperate for for uh, for anything so like it could be desperate for a yes, meal Sandana, thanks you know for desperate for a meal a person okay. who is so poor that he can't afford a meal no poverty is means when you are stripped of your basic needs of life you don't have your food you don't have your shelter you don't have clothing when you are stripped of the basic needs of life okay when you know people have got nothing okay the word nothing means you have nothing in you now why is god saying have poverty in spirit this is the talk that i had with the holy spirit i asked him to teach me this word poor in spirit what do you mean by it holy spirit what do you mean by the word poor in spirit he says when you are poor in spirit is when you are totally bankrupt bankrupt means you have nothing when you have nothing when russell said emptying was a word that you go to but bankruptcy is that when there is absolutely truly nothing okay i'm sure we have seen someone go through it or we could have been gone through it in some phase of our life poverty truly means when you have nothing in that spirit okay when you when you are totally empty and broke to that extent that you are totally nothing what you will do now you have to depend on someone you agree with me sami yes yes when you don't have anything you will put your hand in front and ask from somebody because you have nothing and yes. then you don't feel shame because you got to live you got to put your hand out you agree yes that phase comes in our spirit and that is the blessing that we get for people who are saints who understand truly this somebody asked me brother how does the anointing come in your life how does the anointing come many times when we have the anointing people are witness the power of god when we have anointing sessions in the church whenever i'm praying i realize there's so much of pride in me because i am you know everyone is proud you come to that point where you're totally broken in spirit and you're crying and when you weep totally to god at that point of time i say i'm nothing and i feel that nothing is you feel if somebody understand what i'm saying please put an amen there 
when you feel totally empty is when you feel totally devoid of who you are as a person but totally you feel the presence of god in you you feeling you feel that filling that infilling coming into you to that extent that the power of god is controlling you because you feel you don't exist you just are not there he is there in you okay and this poverty that the holy spirit taught me is bankruptcy a poverty which is totally 100% deprived or you're stripped of everything in the spirit now in the spirit realm you need to be poor because unless you your poverty means you totally dependent on the holy spirit then only can he lead you and take you to the next level but remember we are called to be christians to profess our faith and bring christ to others why did i say it is so difficult for people to invite others for this prayer meeting because i know it if you don't have the holy spirit you cannot invite other people the devil will come and tell you if you invite this john or you invite so and so person leo i'm just taking names uh just example if you take mr x or mr y or mr z he will say no okay so don't send that forward okay does it happen someone put an amen there at least truly it happens i know it's so happened to me but when you are poor in spirit you say lord it's only you i have that that fullness of you in me in spirit and i'm giving this fullness to the person i love what can be better than this i give you all to the other person and that's when you invite now when you are full of god spirit only then can you tithe okay you can't do it try giving a single cent out of your pocket or anything to the lord it's difficult because it's not possible you say no but i need to save for my house and all this but when you truly believe god is in you and it whatever i have is all his you give to the lord and you be blessed that is luke 638 that's the blessing there or you take malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and 11 we have this in our um, you know you know i confess boldly so blessed are the poor in spirit i pray that we be understand what i said here ask the holy spirit to speak and teach you this he is a truly a teacher i speak to him like this and i say holy spirit what is the meaning of poor in spirit explain it to me and he gives examples and explains okay again i want to share ask one question i know i'm asking all these questions but how many of you speak to the holy spirit can you say amen i speak to the holy spirit i want you to start speaking to him because he's a teacher he's the one who wrote the word of god and you need to ask him what did you mean when this is written there i need to understand this he is the best teacher and i tell you he speaks and he tells you with illustrations and gives you examples okay and this is what he had told me that you need to be totally broke in the spirit to depend upon me and when you depend upon me your life will be the total completion of christ will be in you and when jesus is in you you can truly say i now no longer live it is christ who lives in me okay and i share with you jesus clearly says seek me and my righteousness and all the other things shall be added unto you how many of you want to be blessed that way it means you don't have to worry about the other things they will just be added unto you they'll just come into your lap and that is the meaning of blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven is not about having a food shelter and clothing it's about having christ in me righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost that is the kingdom of god having the holy spirit in us and with us all the time so that is that beauty of you know having this 
saying blessed are the poor in spirit now blessed are the meek okay verse 5 for they will inherit the earth what do you mean by this would someone else would like to call my corporate i know savion russell but would someone else like to you know explain what they are getting from the holy spirit what is this what's it what does it mean that blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth Okay, so we would like to go. Okay. Uh, for this one, Vivek, uh, what the Holy Spirit tells me uh, is, we need to be humble, and if we are if we are proud, um, we can't really get anywhere because we are depending on our own capabilities, and you know. Amen. Yes. But, but uh, we need to be humble. Okay, that's that's true. Yeah. That's truly correct. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Humble like a servant. Absolutely. If you can even share it in the chat, it's okay. If you don't cooperate, but why I'm trying to make this a little bit more deeper? I don't want this teaching just to be a teaching today. How I listen to it. What do you mean by blessed are the poor in spirit? How Lord, how I pray this prayer. Lord, make me poor in spirit so I can depend upon you. And I tell you, at the point when you're poor in spirit, the anointing, the power of God that flows in you, you have no control. So powerful is the anointing. of the holy spirit try this scripture in your life i'll tell you this is what happens when people pray for the anointing of the holy ghost that scripture where you totally humble yourself lord take strip me of everything yes yes exactly i've got a scripture there but mama mary as well coming up so yeah so so it's important that we understand now blessed are the meek as avio said okay it's important that you understand god does not offer his kingdom to those who are arrogant or self assertive okay many of us have pride in our degrees in our qualification in the people we know the power positions we hold or the money we have okay i mean immediately we always think you know not by might not by power but by my spirit says declares the lord god of hosts we have that you know the cry hosts hosts but here it's clear that if 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 you know hana the mother of samuel she declared in her song of triumph and i want you to understand this scripture to another scripture 1 samuel chapter 2 verse 8 and then we go to understand what mother mary says what is the meaning of meekness and why they will inherit the earth so humility is a key to our understanding i'll tell you one thing i only pray this every morning lord let me be humble because you will exalt me you will lift me up because remember i don't stand on me i stand on your name i have nothing i take your name and go and that is sufficient for me okay so take me to one samuel chapter 2 verse 8 i just want this session to be really lively for all of us so that we really take it and go deeper and i want you to i want all of us who are here can you do this for me ask the holy spirit holy spirit you can also say brother vivek said that you speak if you don't if someone doesn't listen to the holy spirit say brother vivek today said that if you speak you are going to teach me i want you to teach me the scripture right now as i talk i feel the anointing i want you to do that and speak to him just like how you speaking to him holy spirit what does it mean teach me this 
and i tell you truly he will open scripture and teach you or he'll give you an example and teach you or someone will come and he'll say this is what i was trying to teach you a situation will come and he'll say you remember you asked me to teach you this is the understanding of it please be truly blessed because this prayer group is called the holy spirit brisbane prayer group it's not just brisbane prayer group holy spirit is our teacher he is our guide our comforter and he's the one who brings us out of all kinds of problems that we go and that's why this is what hana did this is the mother of samuel and uh, i want you to just read this please he raises the poor from the dust so beautiful he raises the poor from the dust this is god okay this is what happens when you are meek that is when you are humble this is what god can do and that's why we need to pray for that spirit of humility that we are humble ourselves very beautiful yes less so beautiful truly if you really like it just express yourself in a chat so that that is what the lord is speaking to you the holy spirit is speaking just put it up in the chat we could take that up as well in the teaching okay yes next and lifts the needy from the ash heap means even if your situation is in ashes ashes he will lift you up if you are he will lift the poor up from the dust okay can you imagine dust sorry yes yes and lord lifting up someone from that yes but the world has said no there's no chance finished god says i'll lift you up now that's now now it's my turn amen and what happens after that he doesn't just lift them up just look at that he seats them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor can you imagine the poor will inherit a throne of honor the needy will inherit and become an you know oh wow praise the lord thank you jesus thank you less for that wow beautiful he seats them with the princes and he has them inherit a throne of honor how beautiful is this amen someone can amen. put an amen to this amen i mean truly okay this is what the lord does for us if we truly say amen we say lord lift us he will lift us okay amen yes and go ahead for the foundations of the earth are the lords on them he has set the world for the foundation of the of the earth are the lords okay the foundation of the whole earth are the lords remember every building of you has a foundation correct yes if you break the foundation however big the building is can the building collapse no it will collapse, collapse. if yes. your foundation is christ will your house be strong will be strong definitely it will be on a rock rock yes even if the even if the devil puts any kind of trial it will only turn to a blessing yes amen it say good it came because of it i became blessed sometimes i again put an amen to this if a negative issue had come in your life or a trial that came in your life and i would say that trial turned out to become the biggest blessing of your life where people laughed at you and said hey now this person is finished but god turned that situation to be the biggest blessing of your life put an amen i'm putting an amen there because i am one of those examples truly okay so this is what the lord does so remember one thing that scripture that we did blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth if you allow yourself to be totally poor in spirit say lord holy spirit make me totally bankrupt in my spirit so that i depend on you 100% i have nothing strip me of all the pride ego 
everything that I call, I just smash it and destroy it. Lord, I only praise you and glorify you. How can you bring God in your life by praising him and telling him to take away all this? Then what happens? There is nothing that is left in you. When you come to that stage of nothingness, you will feel the presence of the Lord like never before. And I say this, the word of God clearly says, he raises the poor from the dust. It is not our job to be raising the poor. He raises, lifts the needy from the ash heap. Imagine ash heap is where he's lifting up any kind of a needy person. You'll be needy of your job or finances or any kind of thing, friendship or health or anything. He will raise that up, seats them with the princes and inherits a throne of honor. For the foundation of the earth are the Lord's and on them he has set the world. Who has set the world? The Lord. Amen. Now coming down later, Mother Mary also said this in the in, in the Gospel of Luke. In, in the Gospel of Luke. Take me to Luke one fifty two. And I tell you this truly, all my brothers and sisters in Christ, one thing I've learned in ministry by the Holy Spirit and it is this. If you are humble, you will be lifted up and God will bless you. Try to pray when you're proud, nothing gets answered. But in humility, when you say, Lord, I'm nothing, you are everything. That's why I have that one line of prayer. Jesus, take all of me and give me all of you. You know, I say that. Uh, it, if you can choose and ask the Holy Spirit to make you nothing. And I tell you, when you feel that feeling of nothingness, okay, I just want someone to share, how do you feel when you're nothing? When you're stripped of every kind of pride, every kind of ego, all you, whatever you think of that, I have this degree or I have this qualification or I have this money or I have this position or I have a car or house or whatever, okay? Physically, you may have all of it, but that spiritual attachment is totally, you're totally detached to all these things. That beautiful feeling is something that you cannot express in words. How many of you agree with me on this? I, I'm just sharing this. It's that depth feeling of nothingness where you feel God is everything and nothing. He will fill me and I'm totally empty for him to fill me. When my cup is totally empty, he will overflow in me. And I pray that the Lord gives us that humility in our life. I tell you, there can't be something better you can ask for in prayer. You know, worship means completely emptying yourself and asking God to completely fill you. That is truly worship. Sorry, see, I know what the Lord wants this. When you prostrate yourself on the floor completely and say, Lord, take it all. Nothing of me. You'll be crying like a child. Let those tears come out. Let them give to give them to the Lord. Every tear is also an answer prayer. I tell you this. Let your pride, ego, everything. Yes, yes, Blanche, like an empty vessel. That feeling of an empty vessel is the most beautiful feeling in the world. Because then Christ is truly, you, then that is a true experience of Christ in your life. Okay, that is what we have to work to. Beautiful, thank you, Holy Spirit. How many of you feel the power of God? Okay, this is, this is beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Let's get to, get to 152. This is Mother Mary praying her prayer, okay? And she prays her prayer. And this is so true. Yes, Abhya, read it. He has brought down the rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. 
everywhere it says the humble will be exalted okay and the proud will be humble okay what is better to be exalted by god and stand on his foundation or to stand on the foundation that is of the world which is better you tell me the foundations of the lord because when the foundation is god even if there's a storm nothing no. will drop you but if your foundation is of, of god the world it's on a sand are you getting yes there yes. will be the devil will come because he's come to steal kill and destroy he's not come for anything good he will come and put a storm and if the wave comes and lashes on the sand what will happen to the house fall down yes and who's the house it is us it's us okay the house is us okay the spirit dwells in this house so better take good care of this okay how how precious is our lord that he gives us such lovely scriptures to really bring meaning in our life today the lord says be empty like a vessel blunt shed it empty vessel okay i just think of a vessel that is full of water can you fill more water in no but if it's empty the holy spirit can fill us with his yes. water the living yes. water yes and those living waters are truly living okay yeah peace joy you know we had a wonderful hymn brightness peace and joy in the holy ghost that's the kingdom of god i don't know if you remember it yes. okay yes brightness peace and joy in the holy ghost that is the kingdom of god that is the true feeling of how it feels when the holy spirit is alive he loves to sing and you know one thing by the holy spirit is saying this but i he puts another scripture on my heart as i pray this and i'm telling you one thing you may be saying brother vivek gets all these scriptures i want you to talk to the holy spirit like i talk to him i say holy spirit what do you mean by this explain to me i want to understand it and i'll tell you he will give you a situation or he will give you a scripture or there'll be someone who will explain to it and he said this is what it meant i want you to understand he's truly alive he's our teacher because he brings christ and makes christ alive to us do you know at one point jesus becomes more alive than your situation you'll say the situation the second money or whatever the situation is it's secondary jesus your primary your first and that's what's important take me to as uh, ephesians chapter 5 verse 19 this was a scripture the holy spirit taught me you know sometimes you could be just cooking food and there'll be a music that comes in your heart okay it could be a hymn that you know or it could be something the holy spirit wants you to just play it or hum it or sing it you know many of you uh, women who are there or men who are doing something else and you're just humming it when driving the car suddenly that comes in your spirit that is the form of prayer the lord wants and this is that scripture and he says speak to one another in this can you just read it this is not for my teaching but this is what the lord put on my heart speaking to one another with psalms hymns and songs from the spirit sing and make music from your heart to the lord you know recently i just watched a movie called risen okay i don't know if you get a chance to watch it okay savio have you seen this yes. movie risen no not yet uh i don't know if you have ever get a chance and you can watch it uh it's about christ who is you know who dies on the cross and you know the romans don't believe that he will rise to that you know they just believe that he was robbed by the disciples from the you know and he said in the scripture as well uh that he has the body is robbed but when jesus christ comes alive to that very roman uh you know the person who was supposed to go and investigate this whole thing when he sees jesus christ smiling 
that total change in him he says i'm a believer because i met the christ and christ is truly alive and today that comes to me that blessed are those who are not seen me but yet believe so let us remember one thing the holy spirit is someone we can talk to and is the spirit of jesus so that is the gift we have as believers so use this in our daily life and and as mother mary prayed this prayer she said he has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly and the greatest prayer she said i am the handmaid of the lord let it be done to me according to your word how great is that if you can make that prayer let it be done to me in my life according to your word beautiful how beautiful really really touching the third step in our journey is purity okay and it's important now i want you to go to the book of titus chapter 2 verse 14 thank you holy spirit that he brought some other scriptures in and shared how powerful the scriptures are now who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good okay now truly if christ is in him in you you can't be wicked can you agree with me sir yes even if that wickedness comes in because the flesh cannot be saved as only flesh will bring them saved so the holy the spirit is so powerful because of the word in you it can control the flesh do you agree sabir yes now suppose you're doing something wrong you like someone who's addicted to alcohol okay and the person has been set free by the lord now if someone comes and meets you and say come on man just have one drink what will the spirit say come have the drink will say just be away from that person be away from the person or maybe not allow you to go to that party mm. okay because you know he knows that you will have a problem so he will make a way so that you don't go there and yes. get addicted to that this is how the holy spirit takes over your life he starts transforming it your friends will change everything will change you will start seeing different things soon you will start seeing the flowers and say wow these are pink flowers you every day you pass those pink flowers but you never saw them but today you truly say wow pink flowers so beautiful you pass by the road and say wow this tree is blooming so that you pass the tree every day but after you have the lord that tree becomes alive how many of you agree with me someone looks up at the stars and says so beautiful these are stars in the sky okay because you really start appreciating the little things of life and becoming grateful i mean once the holy spirit is in you one thing that comes in is becoming gratitude gratefully gratitude comes alive in our life you're grateful for the little things of life do you agree with me yes. little things become yes. you become so grateful that you are alive in the morning you get up and say lord i am alive today i am alive i am truly alive thank you jesus but for many others say okay so what i know i am alive but being alive itself is such a big blessing okay so thank you jesus for making this alive making this an awareness for all of us the people who, who people whom christ acknowledged as his own are those 
who he has redeemed okay from every lawless deed and purified from himself that is what the word of god says there but there are two sides of purification one is the divine side and the other is the human side okay because one is the divine side the god gets involved and one is the human side where you know we need to purify ourselves now let's go to one more scripture 1 john 3 verse 3 So here the apostle speaks of our hope of being transformed into Christ's likeness at his return. But then he adds this and says, "All who have this hope in Him purify themselves, just as He is pure." So Christ is pure, but when Christ is in you, the purity of Christ comes in you. Okay. I I just want to ask. I know I'm asking things, but Savio. if you watch something that is not according to god would the holy spirit allow you to watch it no okay immediately he'll put your eyes off you someone there also put an amen yes. i would put an amen to because we are all brothers and sisters in christ all studying the word together including myself okay you need to really thank god and put that amen because i would tell you you truly blessed you standing up for christ and saying lord i am all yours the ones who are putting their hands god is stripping you of everything and you are standing up for Christ not for the preacher because you love Jesus Jesus is coming alive in your life when you go to invite people for the Christ you say Jesus truly lives and i want you to come okay and you make that invitation to someone because you know someone's life will change you are not worried about yourself you want to just believe that Jesus you so real to me i want to give that realness of you to somebody else and in remember one thing let us remember humility is the greatest greatest virtue of anything that you can do if you could strip ourselves out of pride we all are proud and the devil has always got us there if you can get to that point with the holy spirit i'll tell you when you are praying there is a point where the holy spirit will make you cry cry so bitterly and once you go through that phase of crying you'll feel empty that empty vessel that blan spoke of is that feeling of emptiness now that is not a you you cannot just do that once it has to be a continuous process and at that time you become like a child and you depend on the holy spirit the holy spirit now talk to me and i tell you he talks a lot holy spirit speaks a lot i just want this beautiful experience to be with all of all of us it's not just this not just it's not it's for everyone okay it's not just like i can stand up and say oh, it happens only me no if i say that then then i'm not right okay then i'm a proud man i want everyone of us to experience this and the only way to experience is to give christ everything give holy spirit everything tell him lord you take everything you're so real i want to experience you and let that desire be in you first thing is that desire in your heart lord i am going to be you and and that anointing of the holy spirit will be upon you all all the time i pray in the night when you're sleeping holy spirit is upon you it's a beautiful feeling Okay, you can feel that powerful presence of the Lord upon you all the time, and He makes you pray because He's so holy. So this is the the point of purity I talk about in uh, God talks of in one John three verse three, and everyone who has the hope in Him purifies himself, just as He is pure. Now Christ will only purify those who respond by purifying themselves. 
Furthermore, God has only one standard of purity. Just as Jesus is pure, you become pure. Now, Jesus cannot make you humble. And do you know humility? God cannot strip you. If you tell God, strip me, you'll go through like Job. And that'll be the worst phase of life. But you can do your part of stripping yourself of pride by praying every day and say, Lord, strip me of this pride. Let me surrender everything to you. The prayer of surrender and say, Lord, take it all. I'll give it to you. You take it all. And truly keep on surrendering every area of your life. You start feeling that beautiful feeling of emptiness. And when you're empty, you say, Holy Spirit, now you fill me with your love. And that's a beautiful... This is something that we do on an ongoing basis, not just on a Friday. Because this is a relationship you want to have forever. You want to reign with Christ throughout, till eternity. Not just in heaven, but now. Christ reigns in me. I talk to him like I'm talking to Savio right now. So... And he responds. And like in 1 Peter 1.22, tells us of how, may, how we may purify our souls by obeying the truth through the Spirit. Okay? So the purified soul is filled with love. Just take me to that scripture. 1 Peter 1.22. Russell, can you put it up in the scriptures? Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. Now, you know, this, I know again, if somebody loves the scripture, it's truly love. When the love of Christ is in you, you love others truly and deeply from your heart. There is no malice, no bad intention, true, only love. That's the love of Christ. When you speak to someone and you pray with someone, you're going out of your way and you can only do that when the Holy Spirit is alive. Do you agree with me? Yes. You're not going to pick up the phone when you know, normal times I'm busy. Why the person is calling? But here you want to pray with that person. You want to have a kind word for someone who's going through a tough time. You want to be with someone and help that person out. You go out of your way. This is love. Love is an action, taking action to God's word. Okay, helping someone who has no food and give that person food. You are actually being kind by giving clothes to a poor man or giving food to the hungry or standing up and praying with someone who's going through a tough time. That is truly love. And this love comes when you're pure in spirit. Okay, so this is what happens when the purity of Christ comes in you. Now, how this can come through is to his word, where we empty ourselves totally and truly and I tell you one, one thing that I pray is Psalm 51. Use this in your prayer daily or the days when you really want to make a complete emptiness of yourself, like detoxing yourself. Psalm 51. This is a David praying when he had a sin with Bathsheba. Beautiful psalm. It really empties you, makes you feel totally nothing and allow God's mercy to come upon you. Uh, so that is what is so beautiful. So this is purity and that's why purity can come only through God. Okay, the last one for today is the love of the truth. Yeah, love of the truth. And we know this, it was by deception that Satan enticed Adam and Eve into rebellion against God. Now, do you know people rebel against God? 
many people today even the young youth say no i hate christ i don't know who jesus is i don't believe your jesus i don't know who jesus is and i don't have time for your jesus i don't have time to go to church i don't have time to pray period that's it <clears throat> and this is rebellion and this is how the devil comes and this is exactly how adam and eve rebelled against god so we have that in we that's inherited sense is there from the time we are born we are conceived so in revelation chapter 12 verse 9 the devil is called the serpent of the old who deceives the whole world and his ploy is deception okay his deception is his biggest ploy and he deceives people by not revealing the whole thing we'll telling half the truth so we will take that's to just put revelation 12 uh, verse 9 take me to 2 thessalonians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 sabu for oh, want of time i'll take to the main scriptures and this is important again so here paul warns us of satan's big, biggest tactic with believers okay and you got to be careful this is the tactic he uses all the time Okay, this is verse nine to eleven. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie, and all the ways that wickedness deceives. those who are perishing they perish because they refused to love the truth and so be saved for this reason god sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie okay now why this happens here is that okay and the the way of the wicked the wicked who are perishing they will perish because they refuse to love the truth now when you don't love the truth you are already in the hands of satan okay the truth is god's word okay that's john 8:32 we know the truth and the truth starts as truth alone starts that as speak so jesus is the truth the point here is unless and until we accept jesus christ as lord and savior have that word of god as a lifeline i shared this with even caroline I do not keep the Bible as a book that you see. I read once in a way. It's not a Bible. It's your lifeline. When that Scripture comes alive in you, and when you're truly born again, Jesus becomes first in every situation of your life. In your marriage, you may acknowledge Him first. In your finances, He's first. In your health, He's first. In your relationship, He's first. In every area, He's first. And I tell you, that love of Christ is real. It starts coming. the love starts pouring in in every area and you feel wonderful about everything okay this is the biggest ploy or the tactic of the devil is to take us away from the truth to keep us away from the truth because many people who start opening the bible start feeling sleepy some you did that happen to you at times yes remember you shared that with me at the start yes it happened to me as well so this with everyone you know at the start you trying to read the word of god he says no why are you wasting time reading word of god just read some scriptures you know but you want to go deep into it and take that scripture and remember the holy spirit is building up a temple 
and our bodies are the temple of the holy spirit he builds up a temple with the scripture you need to give him the raw material and the raw material is the word of god he can't build that temple without god's word he uses that same word so remember in romans 10 17 we say faith comes by hearing and by hearing there are two hearings there the first hearing is when we hear god's word the second hearing is when the holy spirit gives that very word back to you and you receive that word into that situation now if you don't build the, the temple with god's word in our heart how will the second hearing come are you getting yes the hearing means the the faith has the, the scripture so strong in you now that hearing becomes alive holy spirit makes it alive and you speak and say 100% done people speak with authority okay have you ever seen jesus say hey, hey devil please come out did he ever say that way no or did he command and say come out of him he commanded so when when you pray and you ask the angel okay you command the angel i'll tell you one thing somebody who's praying for a job do this just do this prayer so simple very easy you can make it in your own language and pray it in the name of jesus i command you ministering spirit as per hebrews 1:14 i am saved and i command you to go north east west south in the name of jesus and find me a job i will receive a call from a consultant or some destiny helper who's activate destiny helpers for me who will find me a job and i know i will get this job every day tell the angels my word has left my mouth it will not come back till you complete the task i've sent it i can challenge you within 15 days you will get a call from a destiny helper or pick up the phone and say hey savio i've got a job for you the lord has told me to give you the job i'll tell you that also i just want you to understand this is all real we are not just doing a bible session and somebody is just praying and something is happening this is how we have to live as a believer we are supposed to command situations nowhere in the bible they were not the 10 commandments were commandments you had to command when jesus told ezekiel to speak life to those dead bones he said speak and command he never said you know come up he says speak life into them prophesy are you getting me our, yes. our whole life as a believer is about commanding situations if we choose to move from begging to commanding that's when the word comes alive in it that's when the word is alive and active and that's where you enjoy reading god's word and you say wow beautiful i've already got my answer prayer but i want to share this prayer to the angels some people had asked me how do you pray to angels i'm just taking one need it could be any area someone addicted with someone and someone was praying for a brother's job uh you know i want you to pray this prayer just speak it out from your mouth and say in the name remember one thing the angels have to be prayed in the name of jesus because they will not listen to you till you take the name of jesus remember at the name of jesus every knee bows the angelic hosts so start to bow because every every knee bows in heaven so the angelic hosts have to bow to the name jesus secondly when you command you can't say please angel please go you got to command thirdly you got to tell them what you want from them be very clear about what they need to do and fourth say that i believe my word that has left my mouth will get an answered prayer and i have i have already proclaimed that i have got a job activate destiny helpers we have done a teaching on destiny helpers can look at that teaching as well and activate destiny helpers in my life destiny helpers are the people who would come and do that job for you and sometimes they leave after the job is done so just do this and see how the power of god comes in okay because that is what we need to look at now the love of the truth is not merely conforming to a religious code 
uh, you know, it may be, but not it is about reading your Bible and having a quiet time every day and say, Lord, every day I read the Bible, have a quiet time with you. It demands, I'm talking about this, now this is a believer's call. It demands a total unreserved commitment to believe and obey God's word. If he says it, he will do it. That is the meaning of believing. Okay. Many of us do not understand this and they say, Lord, let your will be done. But if his word has said it, he does it. In Psalms 138 verse 2, he says, my word goes beyond above my name. His name is the highest, but the word goes above his name. Okay. So it's important that we understand this. Okay. So this, it is an unreserved commitment to believe and obey God's word. One that rules out all forms of compromise. There is no form of compromise. If his word has said it, I believe it and it is the truth. Okay. In the time of Jesus, many Jews recognized that Jesus was the Messiah. But for the fear of the religious authorities, they did not acknowledge him. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Now, this is in the book, the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verse 43. Okay, that is the essence of compromise. And this is the thing that takes or tarries down our very prayer life. Compromise. We each need to ask ourselves, <clears throat> which means to be more God's approval or man's approval. Many of our times when you are praying, you say, oh, that fellow is here, a holy Joe, you are praying. Sabe, don't you feel so? Yes. Many times you look at you see that holy Joe praying, that saint is praying, bishop is praying. Some names they will take, you know, the people say. But don't be deterred by what people say. You're not waiting for man's approval. You're for God's approval. Some people also during testimony time may be thinking, and I, I'm telling you, be healed of this. I was also part of this. You say, what if I testify this? Sorry, this lady, what she's praying whole day and she has testimonies. You know, what will people say? You are not waiting for people's approval. You are God's approval. Okay, please get that right. God's approval matters to your life. He is first. I don't care about what the world says about me. You are first, Lord. I'm going to spend eternity with you, not with the people. I choose you, Lord. And you speak it out, okay? So, Russell put that scripture up, uh, John 12, verse 43. Now, I'm going fast here because I've got to finish. But one more, two more scriptures. In Proverbs 23, verse 23. Okay, can you take this scripture, Sarva? So, so true, this scripture. So true, so true. 23, verse 23. Okay, just read the first line. Buy the truth and do not sell it. Okay, here it clearly says the truth is not cheaply obtained. It demands much time given to prayer and the study of the scriptures. Okay, followed by practical application of that word in our daily life. Okay, we apply that word and see miracles taking place in our daily life. And that's why you testify. So that truth is a process. You use that word, understand that word, apply that word, speak it out, see God's miracle. You don't sell it. It is not cheap. It's, it's that truth that you earn when you actually go through the whole process. Okay? It must take priority over many forms of cheap entertainment offered by today's world. Okay? It's a lifetime commitment of having the truth in our hearts. Okay? We also want not to sell the truth. We can be tempted to purchase popularity at the price of truth by leaving out the hard sayings okay, of Jesus and presenting the gospel demands no sacrifice. Remember, 
you need to also tell what is important when you have Christ in your life. Christ clearly said in the Gospel of Matthew, verse 7, verse 14, he says, narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. Why did he say that? Okay, I'm sure Russell has a teaching on this in the morning reflections. But it's so important for us to understand. Narrow is the gate. Okay. In Christianity, God seeks you. And he finds you. And that's why it's important to realize that when you have the truth in, you just consume it, that it's like your all in all. And use it daily in your life. And make the Holy Spirit come. Speak to him. Live this beautiful life. I just want all of you today, tonight, to tell the Holy Spirit. I, I can, you can also do this and say, Brother Vivek said, you speak. Do, be as innocent as that. Speak from your heart. And that's how he answers prayers. Just say, can you speak to me? I want to listen to your voice. I want you to talk to me. I want to have that relationship with you. I want you to teach me the word as I learn the word. Or you can ask him, teach me this. I've not understood this. And I tell you, I tell you that he will teach you. I really mean it. So, if you are serious to desire Christ's kingdom with, with him and enjoy that very relationship with God, I would again suggest that you go through the scriptures that you know are put up here on this. Russell, if you take this and put it up on our, you know, on our on our chat, telegram, that's important so people could get it. Or you can go through this teaching on YouTube again and get the scriptures. If the Holy Spirit shows you areas in which you fall short, ask him to help change that is needed and that is where the help comes in there could be any area of your life you are weak you are not surrendered it fully to god or some areas we are hiding certain sins or secret sins the holy spirit say go make a good confession in this way you can have a growth and fulfillment and be reigning with christ forever okay so today's teaching was about reigning in christ i just have a very short prayer of surrender i just want to just say this prayer uh Very, very simply, surrender to the Lord. Okay, I again share and sum it up. We need to reign at Christ. Christ is eternal. And this is, this is going to have a very big impact on our life. Okay, the truth is not cheap and you can't sell it. Remember that. And it's not a rosy thing you get into Christianity. It's rosy. You go through Christ and you have him with you all the time. Okay, you carry him and we follow him all the time. And he's with us at all moments of our life. And that's the beauty of having Jesus. You will not leave him and he will not desert you. Okay. Let's say this very small prayer of surrender. But today I want to share one thing with you. When you speak to the Holy Spirit, talk to him from the heart. Tell him what you're going through. Say, this is what I'm actually going through. I pray the scripture and I pray with confidence. And I'll tell you the Holy Spirit will tell you to command a situation and change it. And it will change. Okay. So let's pray this. Father God. Father God, I lay my life at your feet. I lay my life at your feet and offer you all that I am. And offer you all that I am. May my feet follow your leading. May my feet follow your leading. May my mind be renewed with your truth. May my mind be renewed with your truth. May my heart be full of your grace. May my heart be full of your grace. May my words be full of your wisdom. 
May my words be full of your wisdom. May my mind be full of your truth. May my mind be full of your truth. May my dreams be full of your vision. May my dreams be full of your vision. And may my soul be full and, of your peace. And may my soul be full of your peace. I lay my life at your feet. I lay my life at your feet. And offer you all that I am. And offer you all that I am. I make this prayer in the name of your, of your loving son, Jesus. I make this prayer in the name of your loving son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you are blessed by this teaching, please share it with others. And I will tell you, go back through this teaching. There's a lot of what the Lord taught us today. There's a lot to digest. But remember, humbling is what the Lord taught us in short. Be humble and he'll fill us up. Okay. Thank you very much, everyone, for this. Uh, if you are blessed, please put your testimonies on our group. And remember, we are a prayer group that cares for one another. So if you don't have a prayer partner, just ask for someone to pray with you. We are all here to help each one, everyone. Okay. God bless all of you. Thank you, Savio. Thank you, Rasi. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Vic.